0: and enjoy the ride. Welcome to another episode of the Matter Over Mind Experience. I'm your host, Master Trainer, and Weight Management Expert, Narado Zico-Powell. Now, you know I've started my shorts again, right? So, remember the last short I just recorded and I had a full talk about little habits you can do to start your weight loss journey in 2024. So if you haven't checked that short out, I would like you to go listen to it or watch it because I gave some really practical tips. It's not really a short. It's a little bit about 24, 25 minutes, I believe, but so it's a little little bit longer than most of my other shorts are going to be. But I want you to watch it and uh, get acquainted with how to begin your year properly, right? Because a lot of times you're like, oh, new year, new me. And we're going to uh, tr- transform our lives and lose weight, but then we give up after a couple of weeks. And there are many reasons that are physical and psychological why we give up. So by watching that episode, which came out about two weeks ago, and start implementing those tips, that will help you to stay on track. And now I'm going to give you more tips to get you going, right? So I'm not just leaving you flat. I am I give you a foundation there. Now we're going to add to that foundation. And in this foundation, I say in this episode, I should say. We're going to talk about stress because stress is a silent killer and stress impacts your health and your body weight in so many ways. And I'm going to break these things down there. But before I do that, I want to remind everyone, the Zika recommendation page is now live and going. So in the description of the episode, you can click on on the Zika recommendation page. My apologies. And you will get find products that I use in my journey. And discount codes, you can save some money on some wonderful things as well. But with that being said, let's talk about stress. I often hear people say to me, I think I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing, but I can't seem to lose weight. And a lot of times, yeah, things that they think they should be doing, there may be other things they can do. But one thing I don't see people really address is stress. We've had a lot of studies that explains what happens to the body when we're under not just acute stress, but really chronic stress. Because acute stress happens daily and how we respond to it can determine whether it becomes more long-term chronic stress. Because that's that's when it starts to impact your health. That's when it starts to impact your weight. So I want to talk about what that really means. How does it impact your weight? Well, first, it begins with cortisol. Now, people may say, because I've heard people say to me, cortisol is bad, right? Cortisol is bad, right? No, 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 no. Cortisol is not bad. A lot of cortisol is the issue. It's just like stress. Acute stress is not bad, but long-term chronic stress is the issue. When we're consistently stressed, our body raises our cortisol levels and naturally lowers our melatonin levels. And and that's why we have problems sleeping as well when we're stressed. Our body thinks we're awake. Our body thinks that we're in danger consistently. Our body doesn't know whether or not we are running from something or if we're just yelling in traffic or something bad happened at work, right? So when your body is consistently under stress, it actually shuts down certain mechanisms to give a function to the larger um, mechanisms and functions in your body. And that's something that we really need to pay attention to because that's, how it, that's one of the ways it impacts your health on the long term. Also, you naturally raise your blood pressure because remember, when your blood pressure naturally raises, it, it gives you that energy, that drive to push and go forward. It's like when you're working out in the gym, right? Your blood pressure elevates. It does. That's why there's times when your blood pressure elevates. It naturally happens. But you're not working out 24 hours a day. When you're resting, your blood pressure should go start going back to normal. When you're sleeping, your blood pressure should be at its lowest point. You know, there your blood pressure drops um, as you're at rest, is my point. But when you're constantly stressed, your blood pressure cannot lower the way it's supposed to. And so cannot your cortisol level cannot either, which is what leads to the chronic long-term stress, which also increases inflammation in many things. But but directly on the weight management side, this is just some of the things about health. But directly on the weight management side, when your cortisol levels is high, your body now craves energy, craves sugars, craves carbs. Think about it. When you have a bad day, what do you want? You want your donuts. You you know you want you want things to make you comfortable. You want your pizza. You want comfort food. That's biologically what humans how humans are. Or most humans are at least right. Because there's some people who may even shut down when they're stressed. And may not eat when they're stressed because their body may respond differently. I'm not going to get into that necessarily, but either way, it impacts your diet. It impacts what you crave. Impacts how you eat. It impacts your day-to-day decisions with food. And remember, next to sleep, nutrition is the most important habit for long-term weight management. And again, if you haven't watched that episode, go back and watch it because I talked about I, I connected that for you and give you some guidance on how you can make the small changes in your diet. But when you're stressed, it becomes very hard, especially if you're trying to, to like, I wouldn't say cut out carbs, but if you need to eat less carbs in your diet, stress makes it very hard for you to do so. So towards the end of this video, I'm going to give you some quick tips to help to combat and deal with stress. But right now, I want you to understand how important it is to understand your stress levels and how it impacts your health. Now, you also got to think about the uh, how your body necessarily responds to stress, right? Because when your body is consistently stressed, then you about, you feel like I have to be on fight or flight. I have to be ready to go at all times. That's why it's hard for you to sleep. And when it's hard for you to sleep, that's, good, that's the most important health habit, right? For your weight management. And so when you wake up, your cortisol levels are going to consistently be high. You're literally leading yourself into chronic stress by not dealing with the acute stress. I've had, a, I remember one time I was listening to a podcast and the lady said, my, my brother was like the healthiest person I've ever seen. And he died at a young age. And they realized that he died because of chronic stress and his blood pressure was high. And uh, she changed her life after that. She realized that you can be the fittest person in the world and still die young if you're under chronic stress. Why do we think oxytocin is so important? Love and um is so important. Like they're all connected. Spending time in nature, spending time with animals, you know, prayer—these things that help you elevate you and elevate your consciousness and and bring more oxytocin into your life to to um to calm you down and make you feel secured. But again, chronic stress, you're not going to feel like you're secured. You're going to feel like you're constantly in a fight or flight mode. Now, I want to talk about some practical tips. because I don't want to spend this entire time just talking about talking about stress. I want to really give you some tips of some things you can do. First thing I want to say is sleep. Now, I have an entire article on how to get quality sleep. So I'm not gonna go into every single habit, but I want you to understand that quality sleep is the most important habit when it comes to lowering stress, just like it's the most important habit for your health. But it's not just getting eight hours of sleep. And I broke it down in that article, right? You can go to zkl.com, the article's there. But so it's not just about getting sleep, it's about getting quality sleep. There are times I sleep six hours and I feel great, but there are times I need seven and a half hours, right? So, but quality sleep is important. One small thing, even before I even get to, even if you haven't read the article yet, one small thing you can do is change your alarm clock. Go for a softer alarm, like my alarm in Alexa. I make it; uh, it's like uses nature sounds to wake me up. Now, I'm not gonna lie to you; I do have another alarm behind it, um, about 10 minutes later, just in case I don't wake up. But that's very rare. I mean, I I have nature sounds, and nature sounds just naturally wake me up. And I feel better. I don't feel like I wasn't jarred out of my sleep, right? So that's one thing I'm going to tell you. But the entire article goes into the science behind it and some practical tips you can do. And eventually, I'll have a talk on sleep as well. Uh, the next thing is address the root cause. Now, I'm kind of between one and two with that in sleep. But the idea is you have to address the root cause. Are there people in your lives that stress you out? Are there uh, situations, if, if there is a situation that's stressing you out, why is it stressing you out? Is it how you're handling the situation or is it just how you're thinking about the situation? Are you making assumptions, right? Instead of talking to someone and, and having and communicating what your issue is, you know, are you praying about it? You know, if that's your approach, right? Are you are, are you know, how are you approaching it? Right? Those things are important, very important. And If you don't address the root cause, it's anything. It's not even just stress, your overall life. If you don't address the root cause, it's going to continue to show up. You can put a band-aid on this situation all you want, but you have to address the root cause. The next thing is going to be tied into addressing the root cause. And by the way, if you need to get a psychologist, that can be an option as well. If you need a a counselor, that's an option as well. Students, if anybody listen to me as a student... Um, most schools have free counselors, so don't be afraid to go talk to a counselor. I mean, it's very, most of the time it's confidential. It should be all the time, but you know, I'm not going to speak for everybody, but I assume it's confidential unless you may be a damage, um, a threat to yourself and others, but it, it, it should be confidential. You can just talk and they should a good counselor can listen and help you. Um, now let's talk about people around you. Like one of my buddies always says. He doesn't like to have any um energy vampires around him. You want to have people who motivate you, people who make you better, people who help you. You want to grow together. You yeah, know, and that's very important. If you have people around you who are constantly pulling you down, maybe you don't need to have them in your life. And or if you do have them in your life, well, a little bit less, right? Could even be a significant other. Now, if it gets into a husband or a wife, I'm not trying, I'm trying to break up families here. I'm not trying to break up families, families here, but if it's a husband or a wife, That gets a little bit tougher, and you may have to address that in some way. I mean, counseling is an option sometimes, right? So there you go. But you have to know who are the people around you. One of the reasons why I love going to the gym, because we motivate each other. We're glad to see each other. We hug, we dab, you know, we talk a little bit. Then I go work out, and I don't talk to anybody, you know, because I'm in my head. But those are things to consider, right? Who are the people around you? Breathing is something I want to talk about. This is pretty interesting, Eventually, I'm going to release an actual episode of me talking about breathing or maybe have, actually, I do have an episode on breathing that I released in December with, I can't think of the name right now, but we talked about breathing and the importance of breath work, right? So watch that episode. If you have watched that episode, you'll see it in the title and we talk about breath work, but breath work is extremely important. And if we don't, the way we breathe gives sense signals to our body, like, if we're, or even if we're not breathing that fast, or we're like, you know, like you're constantly breathing hard, right? You know, that's telling your body you're in danger. You're literally sending signals to your body. So breathing is important. How you breathe is essentially important. And breathing with your nose, in and out, is important. All the whole time I may breathe with my mouth is when I'm lifting, but I, even when I'm lifting, I'd much rather to nose breathe. As I'm recording this podcast, you realize that I'm breathing in with my, I'm not, into the mic, like I'm literally breathing with my nose. So those are things to consider, like how you breathe. And that's something you can easily make. You want to breathe with your diaphragm. And you can go on YouTube and look up diaphragmatic breathing. But you want to breathe with your diaphragm, not with your chest, with your diaphragm. And you want to breathe slowly. You want to even have counts sometimes. That's also helpful with how you eat, right? So breathing is essentially important for um, dealing with day-to-day stress. Because, you know, even like somebody cuts you off in traffic and you want to tell, give them a piece of your mind, hey, it's happened to the best of us. It's happened to me a lot of times, right? I'm not always this nice, cool, Zico you see here. But so if you breathe, that can help to calm you down, put you in a different space. Now, I am mean, it's not a magic pill because sometimes you get upset and you just you just go off and you try to breathe, but you, your mind is still in that space. And that's where counseling and having the right people around you and sleep and all those, 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 those other things play a role because it all comes together. The next thing I want to talk about is actually how you eat, eating balanced meals. Because uh, in our, if weight loss in itself can be a stressor. But if we're strictly dieting, that's especially if you already have a stressful life, that's another stressor. You want to put it together. You want to put it together. You want to have balanced meals. And I talked about that, so I'm not going to get too far into this into it on this video, but I gave a better description on my video from two weeks ago when I talk about things in 2024. But you want to eat balanced meals. Don't worry about stressing. And if you quote unquote fall off the wagon and I talked about all or nothing mentality, go right back on it. You know, fall off the horse, get back on the horse or keep riding. Don't make use it as an excuse to say, OK, I'm going to give up. But that's why when you're balanced with your diet, that helps you as well because you're not as focused. The all or nothing mentality is either I'm bad or I'm good. And when you're bad, you, you beat up on yourself. When you're good, you feel like I got to grip my teeth and keep going. Nobody wants to live like that. I'm in the best shape of my life at the age of 40. By the time this comes out, 41. And I, have, I don't live like that. I used to when I didn't know what I was doing. But now that your boy is an expert, I don't do that anymore. So we have to consider those things. And the last thing I really want to talk about is exercise. Um, exercise in itself can be a stressor. I talk a lot about zone two exercises. That's a good way to calm yourself down. And uh, eventually, I'll, I'll talk more about zone two exercises, but that just really means keeping your heart rate between 7 to 85%, still riding on a bicycle, swimming, stuff like that, like exercise activity. Sometimes going for a walk and talking to a loved one or somebody you care for or sometimes watching something on TV or on your phone that makes you laugh, you know, but walking, moving, exercising, weightlifting is a great stressor, but the 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 issue that I see a lot of weightlifters fall into is weightlifting is how I release my stress. But again, just by weightlifting alone, you're not addressing the root causes of your stress and you have to address it in its totality. So don't use weightlifting as a band-aid, but use it as a tool among the other tools to lower your stress levels. Now, there's so many other things I could tell you. And we could have a one-hour, maybe a two-hour episode, and I can get really, really deep into the science on this thing. But let's be real. I just want to give you some practical tips so you can make decisions to make yourself better and be more optimal in your life. Right? So that's it. My name is Narado Zico Powell. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching, everybody. I'm out for the day, fam. Thanks for joining the Matter Over Mind experience. If you got good content out of this or any of my shows, save, subscribe, and share it with anyone who needs this information. Remember, always take the scenic route and enjoy the ride.